Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Tossed Popcorn is a production of iHeartRadio. Happy Valentine's Day, lovebirds. Tweet, tweet. Heart, 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 Love is in the air. I'm Liana Holston. And I'm Sienna Jekyll. And welcome to Tossed Popcorn, a podcast where two idiots watch every film on the AFI's 100 greatest American movies of all time, the very slightly less racist 10th anniversary edition. This podcast is a romantic space. (laughs) For people who don't know anything about movies, (laughs) today we're watching (laughs) The Silence of the Lambs. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. (laughs) Number 74 on the AFI list. (laughs) Warning, there will be spoilers about this. Um. (laughs) Eat your heart out. (gasps) Old film. Oh, that's very good. So romantic. So romantic. I, ooh, l'amour. L'amour. <laughs> uh, that's amore. <laughs> hey, content warning for violence against women, sexual assault language. Yeah. Certainly a bit of assault in there. Serial murders. Yeah. Human uh, mutilation, mm-hmm. cannibalism. It's a dark one. Psychological torture. Yes. There's going to be messed up animal cruelty. Yeah. Goddamn. Yeah. Goddamn. <laughs> what does Valentine's Day and this movie have in common? They both go with a nice glass of Chianti. Chianti. <laughs> Who wants some fava beans? Not me ever again. Oh my God. Liana. Yeah. Hey. I mean, should we just do predictions first? Uh-huh. Great. Absolutely. I want to hear your prediction. I should tell you, I was not in a good place when I recorded this. Okay. I actually had to start over because the first one was worse. Great. Hi, Sienna. It's Liana. I'm about to watch The Silence of the Lambs because it is not in God's plan for me to have an enjoyable 2023. God's plan. This, he says, hello, Clarice, and she does a monologue about a lamb that got fucked up or something. Uh I don't want to watch it. We have no choice. Nothing is in our (laughs) control right now. It's not a good time to be alive. Love you. Bye. So that was the second one you recorded? (laughs) You listened to the first one and you said, I need to make this a little bit. (laughs) That was much more cheerful. Wonderful. Oh, wonderful. Uh, Happy Valentine's Day. I'm sorry about the place you were in, and I'm sorry about the place you were at afterward. Thank you. Well, Liana, here's my prediction. Yes, please. I'm very curious. Hello, Liana. I'm about to watch The Silence of the Lambs. (laughs) I've seen this movie like two times before, so I guess I know what's going to happen. You scared me. Kind of. I don't know. There's going to be a cannibal named Hannibal and a serial killer named... Uh, Bill, Buffalo Bill. Wow. Wow. 
And uh, Jodie Foster yeah. is going to be... F- She's going to be friends with Hannibal in a professional way. And some freaky things are going to happen. Some lungs are going to be ripped out behind people's backs. I thought there was a lung thing. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, I predict it's going to be kind of spooky. That's a bit like apologizing for a film a man made. Uh, Excited to see how you feel about this movie. Mm. And I'm very sorry that you are watching it. All right, (laughs) I love you. you. Goodbye. Thank you so much. What so uh, classes again? Yeah, I must have seen it in a film class because I remember hearing. Which film classes did you take? Because they never made me watch any of these absolutely damaging to my psyche films. One of them was about things that were adapted from books. Okay, and I think that was what Shawshank came from. But yeah, I don't know which one one too. Actually, this was. I only took like two or three, but I I must have taken. I took a couple where you had to watch so many. Um, Wow. And then I can't remember why I watched it the other time because this movie doesn't interest me. To be clear, <laughs> I would prefer this not to have seen headline it. just in. This movie does not interest me. Um, yeah. I don't know why I kept I seeing it. Very accurate. Wow. Okay. Well, I have certain things to say. Su- surprisingly, please. But first, I feel that I should. We should do the segments before phone notes. Oh sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ooh. <laughs> That's what it's I feel. Like Kurt Happily is in the room. <laughs> this episode is all about feelings because, of course, it is Valentine's Day. It's two women. Sorry, boys. Does this come out literally on Valentine's Day? Yeah. Wow. So I, it's been my birthday. I hope you all had a wonderful time celebrating my birthday. Happy belated birthday to you. <laughs> well, Sienna. Ugh, I can't believe we had to watch this movie. I know it's weird. Would you please give us, I don't even want to hear it, a summary of The Silence of the Lambs? Yeah, I'm going to do my best. Yeah, (laughs) that's all we can do. The Silence of the Lambs. (laughs) 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 Jodie Foster is a determined young woman in the workplace attending FBI camp. I think she's at Quantico. I think she's training at Quantico. Doesn't it seem like FBI camp? Yeah, mainly because of the obstacle course that that's, she starts That's off what it feels like the whole time, and so that's what I'm saying. Okay, great. She is assigned to earn the trust of a very special prisoner mm. named Hannibal Lecter, a notoriously dangerous and riddle-loving cannibal <laughs> who is very smart and used to be a psychologist. The FBI wants to use his expertise to catch active serial killer Buffalo Bill, who is killing women to wear their skin. Thanks to Hannibal's riddles, and mostly her own intelligence, and despite male co-workers never listening to her, Jodie Foster ends up catching him, but also Hannibal Lecter escapes. There's a lot of blood and bodies the whole time. The end. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> heart, heart, hand. heart hands. Heart hands. Cute. Uh. Yeah, that's mainly it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, Liana, let's get this historical context over with. Let's get it over with. Uh, hello. Hello, Clarice. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the historical context for The Silence of the Lambs, the 1991 horror film Spooky. Mm-hmm. It was released on February 14th, <gasps> 1991. Okay, that is spooky. Happy Valentine's Day. Isn't that spooky? <gasps> Sienna looks very spooked. <gasps> um, the mask in the film that Hannibal Lecter wears was created by Ed Coverley, who made masks for NHL goalkeepers. And that's why it, it seems like a spooky <laughs> hockey boy <laughs> the whole time. I was looking at him like, why does this feel a little bit familiar? Yeah, yeah. And you think about the Colorado Avalanche and you're like, oh, Merry Christmas. The score was composed by Howard Shore, who also did the score for The Lord of the Rings. Oh. So shouts out to Howard. The movie won <laughs> Academy Awards in all five major categories. It's only the third movie in Oscar history to do this. The other two were It Happened One Night and One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, which is bullshit. <laughs> The horror genre up until this point had sort of been rooted in like teen slasher vibes mm. throughout the 80s. And this movie elevated that genre to something new. Wow. It's also the only horror film to have ever won Best Picture at the Academy Awards. Wow. Others have since been nominated. Get Out in 2017, for example. But still, 
the Silence of the Lambs is the only one to take home that trophy. We have already seen Jodie Foster on this list, which yes. I forgot until I Googled her today and was jump scared by a photo of her as a child. I said, yeah. oh no. She was, of course, the child prostitute in Taxi Driver. This list has aged me. I think it's taken years off my life. <laughs> I would, I've seen things I never wanted to see. Movies are bad for you. We gotta. Movies are not good for your, one's health. We're scientists. You know how they would send women to the seaside in the 1800s? Just to, be to like, get oh, well? That'll do it. I actually think I need that. You need to be sent to the sea. I need to, to never see a film again. To get well? I need to be sent to the sea to recover. The character of Clarice Starling paved the way for female leads, such as Scully in The X-Files, Olivia Benson in Law & Order SVU, and Helen Mirren's Jane Tennyson in Prime Suspect, which were all TV shows that started in the late 90s, early 2000s, after this movie came out. The Silence of the Lambs is based on the 1988 novel by Thomas Harris. He wrote a series of novels with Hannibal Lecter as the main eh, character, main big bad guy. Hannibal Lecter was described by The Guardian as, quote, the thinking person's Freddy Krueger, end quote, which feels so <laughs> classist. It really, it really does. Yeah. The thinking person? <laughs> Wait. It's like fucked up. And they wrote that in like 2017. I was like, what the hell? If you like thinking, then you might prefer this villain. Yes. If you're not a brainless little doob. <laughs> Try Hannibal Lecter. Okay, in 1991, in America, in the world, there had been a lot of mass hysteria. There had been a lot of Ooh. concern over stranger danger, a lot oh. of concern over satanic panic. We perhaps saw this in season five of Stranger Things, which is how I learned about the 80s, because I do not acknowledge them as a real decade. Um, <laughs> there had been a lot of in real life, a lot of real life serial killers, uh, mm -hmm. In the, in the mainstream media, such as Ed Gein, who is who Norman Bates was based off in Psycho, John Wayne Gacy. This movie came out two years after Ted Bundy was executed and five months before Jeffrey Dahmer was apprehended. So it was a real serial killer era. Did Dahmer do the eating? I think so. I think he did. Yes. And then Bundy did the couch. Killing of women. The couch car thing. Yeah, they stole like a bunch of, they just used serial killer stuff in this movie. And one of the other ones that they used was a guy named Gary M. Heidnick, who is allegedly the serial killer that the film's crimes are based on. Oh, and this no. is why I called you on the phone today to say, can I please not Google that man? <laughs> Sienna gave me permission to not. Yes. I refuse to look further into this as we are not a true crime podcast, as Sienna helpfully reminded me. <laughs> if you want to Google that fucked up guy and learn what happened to real life women... I guess go for it, but I've seen enough suffering for one day. And, okay, finally, we do have to talk about transphobia in the movie. Yes. Yes. <laughs> a troublesome yeah. film. A trouble, worrying, worrying, troublesome. Not just for the murder and the skin wearing, but for the transphobia on yeah. top of it all. So Buffalo Bill, the villain... The movie has been criticized by the LGBTQ plus community since its release. In fact, there was a protest on Oscar night that ended in 10 arrests. Wow. Um, Buffalo Bill in the movie, he's not trans, but he shows signs of gender dysphoria. It's the same trap that Psycho falls into with Norman mm -hmm. Bates, which we talk about in our Psycho episode, where at the time, many people conflated cross-dressing or wanting to dress as uh, in female clothing as being trans with being trans. Um, and it's a recurring harmful trope in media of the depiction of gender nonconforming people as, quote, evil. Right. And uh, Aja Romano uh, has a great article in Vox that they wrote, I think in 2021, about the legacy of The Silence of the Lambs, like 30 years on, and talking about mm. the major cultural impact it's had and also what the transphobia in the movie looked like then, how it registers now. And so these are a few... A couple of paragraphs by Romano for Vox magazine. Quote, in Dem's defense, Dem is the director of the movie, Silence of the Lambs explicitly tries to distance Buffalo Bill's behavior from transgender identity. Right. Lecter observes that Bill isn't transgender and Starling reminds the audience that there's no link between transgender identity and <laughs> violence, which she does by saying that trans people are all passive. It and was I was like, so oh. weird. <laughs> 
I guess that's a take to have. It's like that's an insane generalization. The police know. The police know that transgendered individuals who we record as villains are not bad ones. Passive. I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, Romano goes on to write. When most people think of Buffalo Bill, however, they don't remember Clarice Starling and Hannibal Lecter clinically discussing how he's not transgender. They remember, as Vox critic Emily mm-hmm. Vanderwarf recently pointed out on Twitter, quote, a weirdo ce- serial killer dancing around in women's clothes, mm-hmm. end quote. So its textual denial can only do so much. Not everyone in the LGBTQ community views Silence of the Lambs as purely transphobic. Some have argued for a redemptive view of the film's queer aesthetic, while others have reframed its perceived depiction of villainous trans identity as, quote, empowered monstrosity, end quote. But it's difficult to deny that the film has disseminated a transphobic worldview that many mm-hmm. viewers readily accepted, regardless of either its intent or the other positive aspects of its legacy. As Vanderwerf noted, quote, it is one of the most influential influential movies ever made. Its yep. influence includes transphobia. End quote. And that's it all is well what said. it is. Yeah. Yeah. You see how it's complex and how people could have different stances and whatever, but it's just like the two movies on this list that were like the main horror movies we've had yep. to watch both mm-hmm. included this weird gender stuff yep. that said, oh, People dressing... Being different yeah, in any way, gender-wise. Is scary. Mm-hmm. So, yep. what are you going to do with that? Mm-hmm. Yep. And that is the end of the historical context for The Silence of the Lambs. Oh, thank you, Liana, so much for <laughs> the historical welcome. context. I'm just happy it's over. What's that phrase? Should I smile because it's over or cry because it happened? <laughs> That's my era that I'm in right now. An ad, Clarice. We have to take an ad break. We'll be right back. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Everybody, this is Phone Notes. This is where we talk about the notes that we took uh, on our phones while watching the movie. Mm. And just talk about generally our thoughts. Our general thoughts. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I, I... I have a, f- here's my main thought on this movie. Yeah. Um, I see the ways that it probably elevated the genre. Like there were certain moments where I was like, that was an effective visual, mm-hmm. uh, st- that was effective visual storytelling. Like, I think I really feel the ambiance they're trying to make me feel. Yeah. You know, um, those TikToks, everybody's so creative. <gasps> We I were love talking those. about it. Yeah, me too. Everybody's so creative. So there's this TikToker <laughs> and she watches those like clickbaity um recipe videos where someone will put like an egg in a block of cheese. In a block of cheese on like a bunch of ramen. Raw noodles. And she uncooked. just like in a very funny way explains what's happening. But one <laughs> thing that how she says that is? <laughs> So the thing she says, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Oh, she goes, It's definitely different. <laughs> and by the end of this movie, I was like, Yeah, this movie's it's definitely different. See, See yeah, how it's definitely different? See how that's something you've never seen before <laughs> yeah. and don't think you should have? <laughs> 
that's how I felt for parts of this. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I mean, you got to give that it was, that it was, was certainly something else. It did it. TikTok user Tanara Double Chocolate. And she's so funny. And it's the series is called Everybody's So Creative. <laughs> it's so good. It's definitely different. <laughs> um, What's your main take? So you hadn't seen this. This is some I spooky hadn't seen shit. This, but here's the thing is that I, when I was a, a, a tween or a t- a, an early teen, was obsessed with the show Criminal Minds. Oh, okay. Which like is this. Oh, this a lot of moments of this movie too. I was like, this has been copied a bunch of it's times. It's a procedural. It's a long episode <laughs> of Criminal Minds uh, is what it was. Because Criminal Minds is FBI agents profiling right. psychologically serial killers. Oh, it's literally the show. I didn't know that. And I had to stop watching it because it was really starting to freak me out. Not about like I'm gonna get serial killed, but it was so violent. And it was so upsetting to watch. And there was like one where like a guy cut off somebody's fingers. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Really? Uh Uh-huh. On my television at 4 p.m.? So you were prepped for this genre. I was prepped for this genre, which unfortunately I was prepped for it with the intention span of like a 44 minute long TV episode. So I was just looking at my watch and (laughs) like, come on, we could have gone to commercial a long time ago. I I also think it's kind of a weird movie in that Hannibal plays such a weird role in it. And mm. he kind of only makes sense if you know it's from like a book series mm. because he doesn't really do anything. He like gives a couple of riddles and then he eats a guy's face a little bit once oh, yeah. and then he's gone for the last part. Yeah. Like I'm always like, oh, this is the movie with Hannibal Lecter as the bad guy and right. he's not the bad guy. In I it. didn't realize that. I didn't realize it was actually a different serial killer that they're yeah. looking to catch and it's him who's consulting, which of course is like such a major trope, but it made right. sense once I started watching it, but and that no, did surprise me. No cannibalism happens, which is probably for the best. They only talk about it but like i guess he kind of starts to eat a guy's face but like they talk about they talk about like oh i ate his liver i whatever yeah. but he he's mainly just tongue he's kind like, of a okay ew he's a fancy bitch <laughs> who like talks about how he ate people when he was in the world he's such a fancy bitch he is such a bitch he's like talking about her crappy shoes and yeah he really is a bitch He's like, oh, your interview was going so well, but then you went and you asked me to fill out a form. Yeah. Mm, mm, that really sucks. I'm not going to do it now. Yeah. I hate your coat. <laughs> I hate your coat. What's her name again? Your hair looks nice. Clarice. Clarice, yeah. Hey, Clarice. I hate your coat, Clarice. This is just such a movie. I'm so glad I didn't watch this with a man on like a, in like a dating scenario because- On this Valentine's is, Day? On Valentine's Day. This is, this is the kind of movie that- um, it's about how it sucks to be a woman in the workplace, but only to an extent that a man is going to explain it to you yep. when you're watching it with him. Yep. He's going to be like, oh, this is so feminist. Watch this. And you're like, I actually don't want to watch all this skinning happen. And they're like, no, it's feminist. You have to watch I it. I don't want to watch a guy fling cum yeah. on her. Yeah. It was completely, it was very Tootsie vibes of like, isn't being a woman complicated yeah. written yeah. by a man? And you're like, okay. Yeah. Shut up. It's like, you're really making me watch it in this? Mm -hmm. You're making me watch uh, no one listen to this woman have ideas, and then also I have to see another woman get skinned? Yeah. That's that's your feminism, not mine. Yeah. I don't want any part of that. Mm -mm. It sucked. It sucked to look at. (laughs) Liana, you have said, (laughs) men do not deserve a sense of smell. (laughs) (laughs) I'm becoming blatantly misandrist through this podcast, and I just don't care. That scene where they sniff the air, well, he says a horrible line to her. Yes. That's, and then Hannibal Lecter Disgusting. sniffs the air. And I was like, oh, do you know what? What did I say last week? They don't deserve music. And now it's smell. I'm taking yeah. away one thing at a time. But smell specifically, there's the male gaze, and then I also feel like there's the male nose because men. The male sniff. Perfumes are catered catered to men, like they're designed to be attractive to men, Ew. like male pheromones, right? And so, this whole thing of people sniffing each other—that's a very man thing to do, and they don't deserve it, and they shouldn't do it. That's very gross. I yeah. don't like that at all. I hate it. You said, don't answer personal questions. Don't answer personal questions. That's the first thing the FBI guy told Clarice was, don't answer any personal questions. And then what does she do? Set up a pact, a pact with the serial killer face Fine, eater. I'll tell you. Where she answers personal questions. And it was like, shut up, Clarice. Clarice, what are you doing? I can't believe that Lamb's monologue was the whole thing. 
the what whole mean? the just like I thought that Lamb's monologue was very silly. I thought it was a very weird. It just felt very written by a man <laughs> for Hannibal to hear that monologue and be like, "Oh, okay, so you tried to save a lamb." And now you want to save a woman. Yeah. And that's the same thing. And if you save this woman, it'll that, cure your childhood trauma. And I was like, it won't. That doesn't make sense. I also don't think that's why she's doing this. I There were a number of times in this movie, and I've probably said it in my notes and should. But um, remember how in the Shawshank Redemption we were talking about how there's like a bit of like Sherlock-esque mm-hmm. moments? This one is like similarly, they have like this really smart guy who they want to do smart things. But... I, I felt like the uh, solutions were all just far too convenient. Mm. Like they set him up to be smart. And then the answer was something where I'm like, wait, that actually doesn't make sense. It was really annoying. The two things can I say? Yeah. The two things that really annoyed me. Yeah. Were Hannibal Lecter (laughs) stares at a pen for a long time. And then it's implied that he somehow acquired that pen. How to get that how the fucking fuck did he pen. Get that pen? If you're going to make that a plot point, you have to show how he got that pen. You got to do the Shawshank. What a thrilling thing to look at him acquire this thing. He was it's physically impossible for him to have gotten <laughs> That's it. What I was meant. He was in a straightjacket, strapped to a handcart. Uh, you're telling me he's so smart. What the hell is going on? There's so much noise for the silence of the lambs. There's sure a lot of noise tonight. We'll get to that later. (laughs) I have notes on that, too. How did he get that pen? Because they show it, and then the next scene, the psychologist is looking for his pen, and it's like, oh, where'd the pen go? And then I did fast forward through a lot of the killing the guard scene. Uh, But I looked it up today just to understand what had happened, and I saw a gif that informed me. The other thing that pissed me off was the fact that he knew who... The, what the identity of Buffalo Bill was because he was like, oh, my yeah. patient once knew him. What? It wasn't even psychological deduction or reasoning. It was just like, oh, I once treated a guy who happened to know him. That's not interesting. That's not intellectual vitality. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. I've just said a Stanford. <laughs> Holy shit. Intellectual vitality. That's so scary to me. It was just so uninteresting as a way to solve a problem by theoretically a genius. Those two really bothered me also. Aww. I was saying that out loud to everybody during the movie and they were like, <laughs> shut up. And I was like, that doesn't make any this sense. Why we have each other. Because other people will not. That's so stupid. <laughs> it's dumb. <laughs> yes, Liana, we both kind of talked about this. You said, why wasn't this movie called The Screaming of the Lambs? Look at mine too. Use it, The Screaming of the Lambs would be a much better and much, much more hilarious title. Oh! Yay! The Screaming of the Lambs. <laughs> they kept saying, the lambs, the lambs were screaming. I heard a screaming. I went outside and the lambs were screaming. I heard screaming. It was lambs. <laughs> then he said, what well, the if it was the screaming of the lambs that scared you, Clarice. And I was like... <laughs> Why did they call it the Silence of the Lambs if they famously were screaming? Because they and were I know, killed. I know it's because they were killed they were and because dead. what Jodie Foster is really striving for is silence in her mind. She doesn't want to hear the screaming anymore. But shut up oh. and just bone up and call it the Screaming of the Lamb. Also, not being able to save a lamb is not why you joined the FBI. <laughs> That's so stupid. Also, she tries to send. She tries to save one lamb, and she's immediately sent away to boarding school. I did not care about that monologue at all. <laughs> no. She goes. She sees a bunch of lambs about to be slaughtered. She tries for one second to free them, and then she's like, "They wouldn't go anywhere." And I was like, "Well, try something else. Don't just leave." I tried carrying one, and it was so heavy. It was so. He- I was so like, "How heavy. weak were you as a child?" So I guess she was heavy. so small. So maybe it was possible. She was very small. But God damn. I also was like, why did they send this recently orphaned girl to live in a slaughterhouse and not warn her that that was going to happen and then get so mad that she was upset that they sent her away? This doesn't make sense. He was interviewing her like it was like the most insane moment of her life, which I guess it was the most insane moment of her life. But like, yeah, she tried to save a lamb. I don't know. It. I'm it, not buying it. Uh, I'm not buying it. I, mm. I'm sorry. This You did not highlight this. Nor is this even a note, but I also kept saying this out loud during the movie. <laughs> Jame Gum. <laughs> Why did they do that? That's not a name. <laughs> They're like, yeah, the guy's name is James Gum, or maybe Jame, Jame Gum. Gum. He's like, wait, did you? 
Did you cut out for a second? Have you ever heard of a Jame Gum? What? What? Do you know anybody by the name of Jame Gum? What are you saying to me? Stop saying that. Stop it. Stop. What is the FBI doing? Jame? Are you kidding? (laughs) That was incredibly silly. Uh, Liana, you said, that cat said, ma'am, the clue is in here. (laughs) (laughs) Do you see this cat? No. (laughs) This is, she's in Ohio visiting the first victim's home. Right. She's just left her childhood bedroom. And there's a cat in the doorway of the other room and it meows at, directly at her to be like, ma'am, the clue is in here. And she goes in and that's where she finds the dress and figures out that he's making a skin out of... Or a dress out of skin, whatever. Sewing! He's sewing them! I was like, oh, God. And that cat was instrumental to the investigation. That cat <laughs> is probably training at Quantico now. Uh, Liana, you said, no, what a twist! When she is knocking on the door, no, when the FBI is knocking on his door, and he hears a doorbell ring, and he's like, okay, I'm coming. And the, the, yeah, um, the doorbell. senator's daughter has taken this dog hostage. He's like, okay, I'm coming up to get it. And you think it's the FBI about to bang the door in and rescue her. And then it turns out it's only Jodie Foster alone. And the FBI is at a completely different location, which yeah. I didn't understand at all. And I don't care. But I did Well, they get. went to find the actual James Gum. So he was not James Gum? He wasn't James Gum. Who the hell is James Gum? James Gum is some rando guy that they found. Why? Why? They just did the wrong thing. <laughs> oh. Well, that's accurate as a summary of the FBI. Um, that I did not see coming. I was surprised by that twist. Neither did I. Oh, really? That was pretty good. And you'd seen it twice before. I forgot. <laughs> I saw it like in high school. I don't know. Hey, do you know what happened to your pen? I'd go look for that thing. Mm. We'll be right back. Mm-hmm. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play it was freaky it was such a weird ending because by the end of it you're supposed to be like oh my god he's killing somebody again oh but it's his shitty therapist oh it's so, the yeah. bad guy oh, he got him it's the guy who tried to screw her over he's gonna eat his face like what what are we taking away you from said this? it's the same ending as shawshank but the worst case edition <laughs> Two old friends on a beach. <laughs> yep, but one of them is stalking the other to eat yeah. their face. Yeah. I mean, that guy, like, sucked, but I guess I don't want anybody to be cannibalized. It just was very confusing. Like, they didn't set Hannibal up as a villain who only kills people who are bad people. It's like he ate a nurse's tongue yeah. out of her face. That's not... Because if it's where you're supposed to be rooting for him by the end, 
then the people that he's killing up until then have to have also been bad people. It has to be yeah. like Dexter vibes where right. he's killing other serial killers right. or whatever. But it wasn't that. Which is maybe his vibe and like, I don't know if that's in the show or whatever, but that's not what he was in this. No. And I all I could think as he was walking down the street was I was like, he's going to eat everyone else too. <laughs> yeah. All these like I innocent like, uh, people who just me? live here. It's not like he's not going to strike Locals? again. It's not like this is his yeah. last hit. And then he's like, the oh, last he's meal. <laughs> Hannibal's Last Supper. Yeah. You did say no one will, will recognize him because his hair is long and gorgeous now. <laughs> How did he do that? I don't know. How was much time had passed? I was so confused about the timeline the whole time. I guess months. At one point, somebody was like, it's been five months looking for her. And I was like, what? Also, is she supposed to end up with the guy, that other guy? Their long handshake was unsettling. I was not happy about it. Why? Oh, one part I thought was really funny was mm. when she came she came to him to make a deal and she was like if you help us with this we'll let you go have fun in the sun <laughs> did she actually say those words no <laughs> but she's talking about it's called plum island yeah you can walk down. around in the sun and have a hell of a time for one hour a day for one hour under a day. the su- supervision of swat and i was like they're gonna let him go to an island? Yeah. Didn't he eat a woman's tongue? He's not gonna not eat someone. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You're gonna let him swim? He's gonna eat someone. <laughs> Swimming. How are we not learning this? Swimming is far too free. The only thing we know he's gonna do is eat someone. That is guaranteed a hundred percent of the time. Promising that you is that is going to happen. He has batted a one thousand in terms of eating someone. <laughs> Don't trust that man. He knows where to swim. He knows where to walk. <laughs> He's just going to do it tropically. Oh, tropical. Which is what he did at the end. <laughs> he tropically ate, ate someone. someone. Well, Liana, shall we move on to our next segment? Yes. This- a, ro- a romantic transition into our, our segment, Badges and Tragedies. This is where we give badges for Valentines and Tragedies for tragedies like Romeo and Juliet, the nice. Shakespearean wise. Yes. Happy Valentine's. Yes. I have a badge for Jodie Foster's low voice. Mm -hmm. I respect it a lot. I have a badge for working out in her sweats in the cold. This is the one scene I remember very well because this is kind of my ideal workout experience. Mm. Being in a very cold environment, Mm -hmm. somewhere with a lot of trees, Mm -hmm. just completely protected in sweats, getting real Mm. sweaty. Badge for getting all of those men out of the room before the postmortem. When she clears the men who were confused by her because she had mm-hmm. boobs, she clears them out of the room by being like, yeah. okay, we have to examine this woman. Like, that was very badass. fuck out of here. That was very badass. I loved that that woman had a little bit more privacy in her postmortem. Yes. That was, to me, maybe the most feminist moment of the film. Yeah. And, and they, it was to turn over a dead woman who'd been skinned and then dro- dropped in a river. Also, how much has, has Hollywood gaslit and conditioned us in just the worst ways where i was like oh my gosh they didn't show her boobs yeah yeah (laughs) i have a badge for the old man at the storage facility he was a very strong character he was making Mm. strong character choices do you remember him i do he was very unsettling he seems like he'd be a puppeteer or (laughs) see why you liked him and i didn't (laughs) i mean i or like some some magic man on a street corner mm. like he was just such a strong character to be such a small bit part that they just like completely ignore yeah i thought that was very silly i was like this is a bit whimsical of you <gasps> silence of the lambs mm-hmm. badge for anthony hopkins is good at being spooky but i hope he is not in real life there's a rumor a- there's a rumor oh my god that martha stewart broke up with him after seeing him in this role i get that I do get that. I don't know how you move past that. It'd be hard not to ick. Badge for women in the workplace, I guess. (laughs) I guess. (laughs) So moments like that, like, you know, there were some good words. Like she's like kicks all the men out Mm -hmm. or, you know, she gets to take her space and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Again, in this extremely sexist world that's being depicted. Yeah. (laughs) She gets to sometimes fight against it. Yeah. Anyway. Sometimes she gets to do her job in peace. Yeah. Like it's, there are some moments where you get to go yay. But again, to me, it just feels like it's put there so that a man can mansplain this to me on a date. Mm. (laughs) Like that's what the movie feels like to me. Mm. That's just me though. That's just me. Badge for the dog lived. Yay. Badge for (laughs) very small moment. Stacy's baby bangs. Stacy is the woman she talks to at the cafe where she ends up finding out about the house. Rachel McAdams. Sure. I remember her. 
And she had these baby bangs that I was like, those look very good on you. And it's hard to pull off a baby bang. Mm. Anyway, that's it. My final badge is a badge for this giant cake, minus the huge FBI logo on it. (laughs) Delicious cake, bummer of a message. My final badge is for, they have created a very effective ambiance with these visuals. This is when they were in his home with all the the weird lights and the bugs and everything. I was Mm -hmm. like, they really, they did this scene up. Yeah. Trages? Yes. Trage for violence against women, obviously. Uh, Trage for, I'm sorry, this feels fat phobic. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Trage for having to politely receive constructive criticism. She, it's her first hour on the job, and Anthony Hopkins is already going, you didn't do that as well as you should have. What you should have done is asked me this in this order. And she had to just be like, thank you. He was a big, big bitch. He was being a fancy bitch. <laughs> Trage for, I'm sorry, this feels transphobic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Trage for, camera too close to faces. At certain points, it was zooming in to be creepy, but then it zoomed in a little too far and you just can't see anything. I didn't know what I was looking at. Um, Trage for copaganda. Oh, yeah. Generally. Absolutely. And the st- if it started off the um, procedural show mm-hmm. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Something to keep an eye on. Hey. Uh, Trage for showing us the killer's lair. I prefer when it's a full mystery until the end. Thank hmm. you. Criminal Minds did this all the time. They would show us, they would intercut between the FBI agents investigating and the serial killer being serial killer. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to see that part. I get that. Because then she discovers stuff and you're like, yeah, we already know, uh-huh. idiot. It's less interesting and it's way more uh, brutal to have to see it happen. Right, yeah. Um, my final trage is for, um, there's many more things that were tragic, but the final thing I wrote down was, I wouldn't understand this at all if someone wasn't here to explain it all to me. <laughs> trage for, quote, a large girl, big through the hips, roomy, end quote. They just kept the very, like, I don't even know if it was fat phobic, but just the way that they described these women and their bodies was very big trage. It just didn't feel right. No. Trage for sexual assault language, a lot of graphic language used implying sexual assault or harassment. Mm-hmm. Uh, trage for the transphobia of making the villain queer and then also very evil and not doing a good enough job of separating those two out or having any other queer characters in the piece. Yeah, yeah. A trage for this could have been 44 minutes long. We've seen it be done before and it could have been done here. A trage, finally, my final trage, for I hate the way this is filmed. <laughs> I really did not enjoy the cinematography. Interesting. Specifically all these close-ups on faces and just trying to like be spooky, but it yeah. it just wasn't that effective to me. Yeah. Not yeah. for me. Yeah. Not for us, I don't think. For our next segment, we will be doing <laughs> How to Pretend You've Seen This Film. Mm. This is for You Are... at a dinner party you are i know i know at training for your new job yeah at training and jack is that the name of the fbi or hannibal who do we think i mean hannibal comes up and is like hello clarice (laughs) (laughs) i hate your shoes like what the hell (laughs) those are some horrible shoes my name is aaron god (laughs) you work here what are you doing uh i i love corporate training (laughs) i love to study the people who come to them clarice i love to look at them and see and think about what's going on in their little heads and then i like to think about how i would season their kidneys gosh and i'm going to tell you all about the reasons why i am the way that i am it's because of a film called the screaming oh just kidding the silence of the lamb <laughs> and in order to stop hannibal from have belie- you seen it believe it or not the worst thing about him is that he's talking to you about movies <laughs> in order to stop him from force feeding you oh, this information wow uh here's a few things you can say to pretend that you've seen the film the silence of the lambs mm. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Hannibal! Yeah, I've seen the Silence of the Lambs. That movie made me left me feeling about as good as I do when I think about the Bureau's civil rights record in the Hoover years. Am I right? Am I right? Yes, 
Hannibal, I've seen The Silence of the Lambs. That movie at least thinks that it is digging deep into the psychosis of characters. And in fact, it is uh, it was instrumental in the creation of modern-day procedurals like Criminal Minds. Yes. Hannibal, I'm, I'm going to tell you something that I told all my friends my freshman year when I was talking about my new crush. His name is Lewis. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's the anagram that Hannibal gives for Oh yeah. <laughs> Lewis friend. No, wait, we shouldn't have done Hannibal, we should have done Jame. <laughs> no. Jame Gum. Jame is who sits right next to you for training and you're like, you're, what is your name? Sorry, what was it? I'm trying to be your friend, but I cannot understand what your name is. My name is Jame Gum. What's the first Jame part? Jame Gum. One more time, the first part, just the first Jame. Name? Yes, Hannibal, I have seen the film The Silence of the Lambs. It is a very thrilling film that changed the horror genre, elevated mm. it. And one of my favorite scenes is that scene with the doorbell. You think it's going to be the FBI. Actually, it's Clarice. Pretty awesome. Is that enough? Will you leave? Hannibal, I'm going to ask you a question that I asked when I, watching the film Silence of the Lambs. Why is this place so big in discussing the basement of the film? But what my autocorrect did, which actually was also accurate, was change it to, why is this place so bug? <laughs> this was a movie that's more bug than you'd expect. Very, more bug than cannibal. Yes, certainly. Mm -hmm. Certainly more bug than cannibal. <laughs> the Silence of the Lambs. Certainly more bug than cannibal. And that's our review. <laughs> and now that you have... Jamed that gum. <laughs> we're going to give you... No, we're going to move on to our next segment. Should you watch this or in which we tell you if we think you should watch this movie or if you should do please something else with your time. I have one. Great. What you could do instead of watching The Silence of the Lambs is to watch... I already recommended Psych, mm. but I love Psych. It's very good. And there are certain episodes that are absolutely just mimicking this genre mm -hmm. and the other thing you could watch because i used to watch these around the same time is monk, monk. i love tony shalhoub oh i don't know if i've had a chance to talk about that so much on this podcast but he is one of my favorite parts of the world wow. <laughs> i love him and that's just a very fun show and stottlemyre is in it as mm -hmm. a much more likable character shield yeah man. he's just such a cop yeah but yeah. Stottlemyre is in it much gentler than Buffalo Bill, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. He doesn't sew a single woman. Oh, God. <laughs> um, it's so disgusting. But I really love that show. And it is extremely, it's much cleaner than this movie because he's a very clean man. Very clean. This whole deal. Liana, what would you? On this Valentine's Day, should you watch The Silence of the Lambs? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> what you could do instead is whatever you do on your little Valentine's Day tradition. You could, uh, could reach out to your Galentines. You could, what you should do on, on Valentine's Day is you should pop over to CVS mm -hmm. on actually the 15th so that you can get all of their discount candy. Hey. Right into your tum. Yum, yum, yum. Enjoy those Reese's peanut butter hearts. They are delicious. I love them. You know who else likes to eat hearts? <laughs> I thought that's what you were doing. No. <laughs> Sorry. Not at all. But it was a great point. <laughs> My stomach hurts. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Sienna, what would you rate the film? The Silence of the Lambs. Uh, I think this movie, there was some good acting. There were some good scenes. Yeah. I don't want to see it again. Oh. Uh, I can't say it wasn't solid. <laughs> there was some solidity to it, oh. but it was also very confusing sometimes oh, and yeah. pretty annoying for mm. a lot of it. Mm. I'm gonna give it a one out of five. Um, cocoons. <gasps> oh my god, one cocoon out of five. Liana, what would you give this film? I'm giving it one death moth out of five. Aww. Oh, I thought. 
Jodie Foster and Anthony Hopkins acting was really good and interesting to watch. There's one scene where she just watching her like greet a co- a colleague who's walking through the same space. I was like, yeah. she did so much acting and so little at the same time. And it was so yes. Good. The was- rest of it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But there was so much woman killing and disgusting, like over the top content. Yeah. Uh, in terms of violence and gore. And so many men. And it was so 90s. It was weird. It's a weird. The vibes were off. <laughs> the vibes were off. That's it. The vibes were That's off. That's all I can really say to sum up the silence of the lambs. Yeah, it was It was what it was. Yeah. Not well, for us. There you go, everyone. This has been Tossed Popcorn's review of the silence of the lambs. And a romantic Valentine's, Ooh, Valentine's Day special episode. Well, it wasn't special, but we, we thought about doing one. And I think we just decided not to. I think we forgot. Think we forgot. What we did is what we forgot. And instead we had to do the silence of the lambs. Ooh. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Tell somebody that you love them. Mm-hmm. Tell us that you love us. Yeah, it can be us. If not you don't have anybody else, be us. We like it. Yeah, we would love to hear that. Um... <laughs> We're all over social media. We are on Patreon. If you're looking for more content from us this Valentine's Day. We've been doing good stuff on there recently. We put a People lot of it. stuff on there. Um, we're at Toss Popcorn on Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok. Patreon.com slash Tossed Popcorn. And join us next week when we will be watching the 75th film on the list. Three 75? Whoa! In the heat of the night... Isn't that a song from Dance Dance Revolution? Well, we will be listening to the song In the Heat of the Night from Dance 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 Revolution. Revolution. (laughs) Thank you. We love you. Bye. Bye. Goodbye, Clarice. You can find us on Instagram as at Sienna Jekyll and at Liana Holston. Please check the description for the spelling of our dumb names. We put out episodes every Tuesday, so make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. See you next week on Tossed Popcorn. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, check the iHeartRadio app. Where did it go? Did he put it How up his butt? Did he get it? Did he suck it in? His arms were there did he the go whole time. He with his mouth? Inhaled. He, he went... <laughs> yeah, I guess he slurped. does have a strong... superpower. He has a strong... <laughs> it was dumb. Huge plot hole. Huge. Massive plot hole. He must have had a massive plot hole in order to, <laughs> in order to get that pen there in there. she blows. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.